welcome to Disney Minus, the uh, Disney podcast where we have cursed ourselves, mostly me having cursed these people, to stumble our way through the selections on Disney+. Plus. I'm Steven, and sure, if Flynn sleeps in the back of an arcade, it's because he's cool, but when I do it, suddenly I have a problem and I need to go home. Accessing Nero.host.dat running clever <laughs> intro bit dot exe. It's all your fault, Steven. I'm Kat, and I'm still wondering, would the MCP be Obadiah Stane AI, like Jarvis uh-huh. was for Tony? I mean, I can see that. Because it's Jeff Bridges. It's all over this damn movie. Plays three roles. Well, yes, he does. Jeff Bridges, who was Warmonger in the Iron Man, so ha. Yeah, well, he's Iron. He's Ironmonger. I said <laughs> Ironmonger. So would the MCP be Obadiah Stane AI like Tony had Jarvis? I say yes. Always monging that iron. <laughs> that sounds way dirtier than it should. Does it though? Does it sound dirtier than it should, or just it really as does. dirty as it is? We watched Tron. We did. Tron, which contains no iron monging. No, but computer monging, maybe, I guess? Almost some war monging. Something like that. Yeah, there I was mean, almost some AI monging in there. I saw that, uh, that kiss. Or hug. Something. A little PDA. Uh, definitely a few kisses. Yeah, a little P- There's a little uh, AI PDA in there. So, <laughs> Tron is a pretty iconic cult classic film i would say yes yeah considered a box office failure even though it had like more or less 200 percent profit yeah it wasn't so much i don't think it was a failure because they didn't lose money on it but it wasn't the big hit that they were supposed to be because at the time disney was still very much considered you know for kids only yeah well they were this is what kind of led to touchstone well they were i think also not doing great in general at the time so they were probably yeah something better this was during uh, Disney's flop era, an that. era I have a great amount of uh, an admiration for because it's the closest the company ever came to failing. <laughs> yeah. And as a result of that, it's also where some of their most interesting stuff is from, like the Black Cauldron and the Black Hole and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, apparently they made a straight-up horror movie like two years before this that is not on Disney+, Plus, so that's some bullshit. <laughs> I did think it was kind of funny how it was Kingdom Hearts 2 that actually helped boost this out of cult status. I know. Yeah. Kind of brought it into the newbie boom. So is is Kingdom Hearts 2 responsible for Tron Legacy? I guess uh, in a way. Of, it kind of is because it led to the kind of resurgence of it because, of course, it exposed more people to it, another generation to it. And then that momentum kind of carried over to Tron Legacy. Yeah. So in a you way, know, yeah, I could say it maybe not directly responsible, but kind of kickstarted it maybe. Yeah, speaking of Tron Legacy, it's so funny because Tron Legacy is basically the modern action game remake of this movie, which is yeah. basically like Wasn't you know inspired by like Pong. Yeah, yeah. you know, you know, on on Atari games where you really had to you really got to use your imagination on these sorts of things. This is that 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 this movie is those. This movie is the effects are very striking They're, and impressive yeah. for the time. Uh, it was bullshit that the Motion Picture Association said this couldn't be nominated for best special effects because they thought computer using computers was cheating. That's so funny. That's bullshit. 
it's it doesn't necessarily make for the most exciting film, I will say. No. It's uh it's a little bit of a hard sell to get like a to make an action movie about programming. Which is basically what this is. Yeah, kinda pretty much. A lot of programming in this movie. So, you know. It's like yeah. when you're watching the movie, you have to keep telling, like, your initial thought is, oh my god, these graphics are so bad, but then you have to keep telling yourself this was 82. This was, like, cutting edge then. Oh, yeah. And, like, it has it has a very cool aesthetic about it. Like, it, it, it's all of these, like, landscapes that they show and, 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 and the, the kind of computer aesthetic of the mid-80s yeah. is really quite something. Well, some of the graphs are just iconic. Like, this movie is the, has its own trope named for it on the TV Tropes page. Like, they're oh, the does? originator of the Tron Lines trope. Yep. Okay, so, okay, yeah. Let's see. The, the, the star the cast of this movie, of course, Jeff Bridges. The yeah, man he was the only the one recognized. Uh, Bruce Boxleitner. Um, <laughs> I don't really... I know the name. I don't really remember what else he's been in. Uh, who plays Laura slash Yori? Oh, I forgot oh her you name. had that, Steven. That was one of your trivia things. Yeah, I forgot her name. Hang on a sec. Uh, Cindy guess, Morgan. Who? Yeah, yeah. Cindy Morgan. Probably done other stuff, but no. There's a, uh, you know, there's a lot, a lot of the world's hottest nerds in this movie. <laughs> and I Jeff guarantee. Bridges actually wasn't even going to be. There wasn't even their first pick for uh, for Flynn. Who was it? Uh, actually, they never even named, like, I don't know if they had somebody specific in mind, but they wanted originally to do, like, a stereotypical, like, computer nerd or game designer. Oh. So they thought Jeff Bridges was going to be, like, too muscular or too pretty too looking. Hot. But they basically, thought they, too hot. They basically really liked the energy they brought to it. But yeah, I didn't find anything that said who they originally considered, but it was not Jeff Bridges. They basically liked his energy. That's incredible. I don't remember, I don't remember the guy who plays Sark. Um, and Dillinger, you know, oh, just like so it's, uh, it's it's Jeopardy's really is the biggest name out David of David Warner was Dillinger, by the way. Yeah, Sorry. I feel like I feel like I've seen him somewhere else. Was he? No, he wasn't. He wasn't the butler in Titanic. Um, that's someone else. Yeah, Tron. So I mean, it's really funny. Oh, he is Spicer Lovejoy off. in Titanic. Haha. Oh. Well, how about that? I knew I knew him from somewhere. Also, this movie was originally supposed to be completely animated. Really? Huh. Uh-huh. Yep, it was. Hang on, I was just looking at it. Uh, film was conceived as a fully animated movie, but due to limited technology and financial reasons, it became live action with, at the time, groundbreaking special effects. That seems more expensive. Uh, you... Like, I'd have to, I'd, I don't know the, how the math works out on that, but I feel like Apparently yeah, they had other financial reasons cartoon? that meant this was more affordable than just animating it. Huh. Weird. Yeah. Uh, there's so, a man in this whose last name is Jurassic, which is just incredible. Right. Uh, yeah. Dude, some of the cast in here has like awesome flat na- awesome last names. I don't know why, but I like the last name Boxleitner. I think that could be awesome. That is also there's a very one, good name. Right? Yeah, there is one more interesting uh, bit in this movie's production. Not necessarily any of the cast, but the music... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Was Wendy done Carlos. by Wendy Carlos, who is basically like 
the mother of electronic music. Yeah, one of the co-inventors of the Moog synthesizer. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it's very funny that Wendy Carlos does the music for this one, and in Tron Legacy, uh, the music is done by Daft Punk, another, like, groundbreaking sort of... um, artist within the the synthesis you know the 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 electronic music field if obviously only... daft punk very different energy from wendy <laughs> carlos <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> too bad this movie did not do the same easter egg that they did for daft punk in legacy because they actually got to be in the movie for a second yeah they were djs during yeah. that club fight oh oh real quick steven do the do the other trivia that you showed me about the uh the shoes Oh, I was going to do it when we actually got to that point. But yeah, oh, okay, okay. Then we'll wait. Then we'll wait. We'll wait. I, I can't wait to hear about this shoe trivia. <laughs> oh, also, we're saying when... Fucking wild. Oh, wait till you hear mine about Frisbees. <laughs> oh, there's so many Frisbees in this movie. <laughs> this, okay, um, this is about the beginning Frisbees. This movie yeah, should have okay. gotten, like, Frisbee to sponsor. Yes, light up Frisbees. So, yeah, and also we're saying when DiCarlos, trans woman, you know. Just, yeah. Just keep that in. Oh. Yeah. Um, anyway, we start here. It's very funny how we start because very clearly they front loaded a lot of grid stuff at the very beginning because they knew that if the first 30 minutes of this movie were exclusively like incom programming intrigue, everybody would walk out. I would have still been here for it, but yeah, other people aren't me. So they we we kind of we kind of get our fir- first look at like g- falling through this computer grid, but also like, whoa! Have you ever thought that like have you ever thought about how like a motherboard looks like a city man? I think that's actually the here's what I think the the genesis of this movie was. Someone getting a high? bunch of people sat around smoking weed and thought about that. That's that has legit. to have been at least ten percent of the pitch. Somebody in that room had to have been high. It was the 80s, so almost certainly. Oh, yeah. Or on something. Um, and we kind of get, like, fucking the the setup of Sark, this kind of overlord figure in a goofy helmet. Um, <laughs> Sark rhymes with narc. We, al- we also oh see Flynn's Arcade. We see Flynn's Arcade first, where we get a look at all of the, like, uh, video games that will become relevant. <laughs> Uh, to to this movie in a bit, and, and including we also we see like we see the light cycles I believe here first. Um, yes, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. We see the light cycles, and then the light. We see the grid light cycles where someone dies. Yeah, and that's when we see Sark, and he's talking to the master control program, who is like, Sark, you're a real fucking sicko. I love that. He's <laughs> an evil NFT. Yes, I'm an NFT, Sock. Um, I am minting so many NFTs. It's, okay, did you, did you ever watch Nick Jr.? Do you remember Face? Face! That plus Megatron. Yeah, this is, oh my yeah, this God, is you're evil right. Face. Um, no, it's Face and... crossed with... Uh, Megatron, oh, I'm telling shit. you. No, but also shit from Power Rangers. Oh, Zordon. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's very Zordon-esque. I, I gotta say, the, the like, fucking... Thing at the end, like the reveal of MCP is a big face. It's, just, it's really hard to take him seriously. It is. It, really is. it super is. Probably, like when he's yeah, an I ominous voice, it's fine. And then, well, it's also fine when he's like the polygon face. 
the big spinning face I at love the it. end. It's so yeah. stupid. It's like, what are we doing here? So, what is going on? That's Grayson. So, that <laughs> uh, we we kind of learn like the Sark. Uh, we, we, there's talk of like the users, and it's basically a religion. Sark is suppressing knowledge and belief in the users, you know, because the master control program basically believes he's better than them. And so he is for, he is collecting. Did we learn nothing from Terminator? No, he is collecting, uh, all of these like religious nuts, uh, people who believe in the users and either absorbing them into the MCP or forcing them to play in death games. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, which are just gladiatorial one... combat, but with, like yeah. lights. We see one program being forced into that, who is an accounting program. Yeah, named Crom. Um, this is the guy. His last name. His name is like Peter Jurassic. Which nice, is incredible to me. That's great. I hope he. I hope he. I hope he was in Jurassic Park. I would love somewhere. that. Right. Um. And then there's also a guy named Ram who will be relevant later. <laughs> uh, only mildly more relevant than Crom, to be perfectly honest. I mean, um, yeah. yeah. And then we get Flynn doing some hacking, which is uh, is sort of represented with a, a tiny Jeff Bridges in a virtual tank named Clue. Yeah. Probably the only time you'll hear the words tiny and Jeff Bridges in the same sentence. Oh my god. I feel like he has to have been tiny at some point. I would think I mean, more like personality-wise like... and like acting style, but oh yeah, he's never he's never tiny screen presence-wise. But really, right? That's what I mean. Been, he's gotta have been shrunk. No, he he was birthed like Athena and just burst fully formed from his dad's forehead. Fucking hang on, let me just Google Jeff Bridges shrinking movie. That that has that does feel right. That has to have been around. No. Ah. Nothing. Um, I, I did get a lot of things about how he says his cancer is in remission, so that's good. Oh, cool. Oh, that's good. Um, so Clue, you know, keep keep that name in mind for the sequel. Huh. Twenty fucking whatever Never years we later. Never actually get to it. <laughs> Twenty eight yeah, um, damn years later. But right now he's just a program that uh, Flynn is using to find a file that he needs, and he's he's driving a tank. Did, he's got like a, this is weird so the bit I feel like is supposed to be your like endearing but kind of annoying animated sidekick but it doesn't like show up it enough? doesn't do anything yeah. yeah it doesn't show up enough and it doesn't do anything like I, I mean, did it's better the, than having another Martin Short robot eh, there's that like I like the idea Christ. behind the bits but like we we see him like a couple of times yeah like, the concept was good, the execution, not so much. Because it yeah, is basically, basically just like, Clue's dog, almost. Yeah, kind of like just like, they're a little bit like ghosts from Destiny, but all they can say is yes and no. <laughs> so, he, uh, while, while Clue is searching for this file, he gets attacked by Recognizers, which are one of the most sort of iconic Tron things. They're these big... Dude, these things are awesome. Big square fucking things that do um something you know they do something <laughs> it kind of reminded me of like 
you know how like in video games, like you see like a like in the Asian inspired video games, you'll see like the Shinto gates, and they always look kind of like square and blocky because of the graphics. That's kind of what those remind me of. Yeah, yeah. So Except with really bad graphics. Yeah. So Clue gets captured, and Flynn is cut off from him, and he's like, "God damn it." Um, the music in this movie is very strange. I love it. Because the music is really knows, good. It is like a mix of synthesized stuff and orchestral. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, I wouldn't mind having it in the background while I was doing other stuff, but I wouldn't like yeah. actively choose to listen to it. It was yeah, like... it's sort of like, I think... Basically, Wendy works. Carlos working alongside the London Philharmonic or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also like blended like it's not like the real world has the orchestral score but then when you go in it's 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 like the synthesized stuff like near automata when you're hacking all of the music turns into fucking 16-bit versions of it nice it's just sort of like all together and it's it creates a very strange vibe yeah it's a good it would it's a good vibe for the computer parts but like yeah i feel like they should have done like different scoring or maybe traditional scoring or something for the human parts. So clue gets grabbed. He, he gets brought to the MCP, um, tortured for information and then gets murked. Yeah. De-rezzed. Yeah. De-rezzed is the word that we use here. Yeah. Now de-rezz is probably the coolest word that they invented, uh, for this movie. Um, and, so the the MCP is like get me Dillinger, right. and we cut to the most evil looking oh helicopter God. I've ever seen. <laughs> Fucking bright red neon stripes, black helicopter, income on the side. Yeah, in case there were any doubts that it was a bad guy. Yeah, and I love I love the decor for Dillinger's office. It is so peak. 80s evil executive yeah it really is <laughs> everything is black glass and so light. obviously evil very sparse i love his touchscreen desk as well that's very yeah cool. his desk is awesome i want a touchscreen um, desk yeah so he, he he interfaces with the master control program uh also i so this is kind of weird do so one of the things that I, I found kind of confusing was when when Flynn is doing his his programming thing, he appears to be talking to Clue, but I think that might just be Clue's interpretation of Flynn's commands. I guess maybe because Flynn doesn't know about the grid yet. I think right. I and also uh, that that's supported by what Tron hears later when he's when he's talking to Alan. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, that would make where sense. It's like. I think programs sort of interpret user commands as direct, uh, direct, uh, speak speech to them. Um, but Flynn is mostly just like talking to himself. However, Dillinger is able to talk to the MCP. Yes, because the MCP is like sentient and can talk. Yeah, which implies that like he found out MCP was sentient in some other way. And then put had speakers put into his desk for it. Yep. And MCP like, knows what he watches late at night on cable. Oh yeah, I know. I have you. I have your cable bills, Dillinger. I know exactly what you're doing, you dirty, dirty boy. <laughs> we all know who wears the pants in this relationship. It is not the cyber pants. Oh, the cyber. I wear the cyber pants in this relationship. 
if a computer wore pants, would it wear them like this or like this? <laughs> yeah. Only the MCP has the answer. And he, he basically tells them like, "We have to. Sh- we're we're going to shut down." All right, I there. I we, we've got little, little rats crawling around again, yeah. trying to find shit. It's Flynn. We got to shut down access so we can we can kind of we can kind of get all this squared away. Um, so we kind of get Alan. We get it's just to Alan who wants to get you know world world's hottest nerd. I mean, for real though. There is no programmer working in 1982 who looks anything like this. <laughs> um, and he, he noted he he gets booted from his work. He's like, "What the fuck?" Uh, so he gets called into Dillinger's office. Yeah, it's the framing of this is really weird because it seems like, I mean, I'm sure he's also probably got just general data entry stuff he's supposed to be working on too, but right. they make it seem like Tron is just the thing he's working on right now. And they tell yeah. him, oh, you'll be fine in a couple of days. So, like, does his yeah, ass get to sit at his computer for two days not doing anything? I'd love that, honestly. Yeah, right? Like, ATP, my new friend. I guess he can't watch YouTube because it doesn't exist yet. Well, there's um, that. But he can, he can, he can find something to do. He can just eat popcorn. Yeah. He likes to eat popcorn, I guess. Play Solitaire or Minesweep or something. I like the nerd who's like, hey, Alan, can I have your popcorn? Yeah, hey, if you're getting up, can I have your popcorn? God. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't eaten in three days. I did not catch that this is the same actor who plays Ram, but apparently he's credited oh, as it. Yeah, huh? Which is weird to me because they because they use the the actor sharing as being like, yeah. oh, this is the program for that guy. But Ram said that he works for an insurance company, so I guess it's more just yeah. we had a guy around. But anyway, so like he is. Cre- it's, it's weird because like it's that's true for. Clue and Tron, and no one else. <laughs> well, like MTP, I is at least voiced by Dillinger's actor, so there's that, I guess. I thought he was Jeff Bridges. No, no, it's it's Dillinger, or it's so um, he he is pulling double duty as the MCP and triple. Sark. Yeah, yeah, Dillinger, Sark, and MCP. Yeah. Wow. Which, eh, Alan. Uh, um, but anyway, so I was here pulling a Seth MacFarlane Family Guy before Family Guy was a thing. I know, right? Hey, Lois, remember that time I got sucked into the grid? Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to have to... I'm sure they've right, done tell, that. Tell me, tell, me your, tell me your fucking Ram trivia. I was actually just going to say this guy is credited as Popcorn Coworker, which I would love to be that guy in the office. Dude, right? Yeah. I have your popcorn. Um, so he goes into Dillinger's office. He's like, hey, just letting you know, there's some shifty business going on. With uh, Group Seven, so I revoke the access. There's some, you know, no, just for a couple of days. And Alan's like, "All right, well, I was working on a cool uh, security program called Tron. Maybe he could help." And Dillinger's like, "Great, we can uh, roll him into the roll it into the MCP." And Alan's like, "Well, I thought my program would be separate from that." And immediately you can see Dillinger's like, "Hmm." No, no that seems like a bad idea. Sorry. It it can it can also oversee the MCP. It's like, mm. and then I'm just like, that's great, man. Uh, get out of my office. You're never gonna see you Tron again. Sorry. Yeah, and uh, the MCP is like, we're not doing that. <laughs> Fuck that noise. Yeah, and then they bring up uh, the be- most troubling because, side plot yeah. that I've ever seen get completely uh-huh. ignored by a movie. 
because yeah, the MCP is basically like you know how many things I've hacked into. You know how the MCP. Okay, the MCP really is like baby Skynet. Yeah, um, because it has basically absorbed everything. It's it's just like going around getting its little fingers in every possible pie. Fucking insurance companies, accounting companies, construction companies, just any just anything, just everything. Military shit. Yes, military military like military hardware and shit. And we say all of this to say he tells Dillinger that they can't let someone be monitoring him like Tron because he's about to set up an attack on the Pentagon and the Kremlin. Yes, he's like <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm, I'm planning on. Yeah, it's really funny. I think it that is slightly later after a bit of. Uh, I think it's after Flynn gets digitized, but the MCP is like, yeah, my next plan is I'm gonna go after the Pentagon. And Dillinger's like, what? Hang on, <laughs> hold up. Say what now? Like, yeah. Okay, <laughs> taking over the business like, world, sure, but like, yeah, the world is like, like what? Trash. <laughs> Yeah, Dillinger, stupidest man in the world, is like, why the hell would you want the Pentagon? And, and the MCP is like, uh, I want to take over the world. Uh, <laughs> Did I say that? I'm bored with corporations uh, and I want to take over yeah, everything. Like, Don't yeah, worry like, about I it. Can, I think, he's like, I think I have calculated that I can run the world 455% better than any of the humans. And that's when Dillinger is sort sure of. Sure, so like, can't do it any worse than y'all have. Dillinger is, that's the, the point where Dillinger's like, oh, uh oh. This, uh, I feel like this thing might be out of my control. Um. Um, so we go to Laser Bay 2. Yeah. We're starting to get into um, the cool shit, y'all. Oh, yeah. And they're they're going to do cyber surgery on an orange. <laughs> what? So, okay. I have a few questions about this. Don't worry um, about it. They've got a laser. Yes. Which is fine. This is laser Freaking bait. Laser. After all. They the laser um d- digitizes things. Are they are they are they doing a Willy Wonka? Are they like planning to try and do a Willy Wonka thing? Kind of. Did Willy Wonka for, they, they, work for these guys? Except instead of going you, across the room, I guess it's into the computer. I mean, he was originally you, planning are, to put it in the TV anyway. Yeah. Are you are you are they trying to like? get you to be able to email an orange yeah <laughs> they they someone told them you wouldn't download a pizza and they said all right bet yeah also who the fuck says they wouldn't download a pizza great exactly so this is where we're introduced to laura and it's not spelled how you think it is it's spelled very strange yeah i keep forgetting um, that it's l-o-r-a like uh, it could be weird. it could be stranger sure. i guess throw an h in there a uh. couple of eyes throw in a silent phg yeah. No, she has a PhD and she is silent. <laughs> no. I like when when she I, this this fucking old man. Yeah. Walter, man explains um, the phrase. Like, here goes nothing. Yeah. Here goes nothing. And he's like, why well, you? Well, you say here goes nothing. It's more accurate to say here goes something because what? And she's like, yeah. Thank thanks, Walter. I got it. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. So they shoot and the orange with the laser, and it digitizes the orange. This is this is Disney doing some some editorializing with this guy because his name is Walter, and when he goes to talk to Dellinger here in just a little bit, they talk about he started this com- he and his brother started this company out of like their garage or some shit. This is them just trying to be like, look how awesome Walt Disney is. 
freaking Disney and their Mary Sue Sylphans. But Walter sucks. So, I don't like him. He seems like an, a nice enough folksy old gentleman, but geez, y'all. Dillinger I, Dillinger, I didn't break all of those strikes just for you to <laughs> make this company what it is today. So, this is Alan comes and says, like, wow, great work digitizing that orange. I don't really know why this is happening, but great. <laughs> oh, does I don't know what you had uh, against that particular orange, but okay. According to the elevator, this has two dedicated floors for itself. This is a big part of income, and I'm not super sure why. Wait, what do you mean dedicated floors? Uh, when he, when yeah. Alan's in the elevator, he had, there are two buttons, Laser Bay 1 and Laser Bay 2. That oh. could also be okay. that there are two different laser bays for different things. That is also true. But if one it is, is smaller either... than a house cat, it's Laser Bay 1. Anything bigger than a house cat, Laser Bay 2. <laughs> Digitizing the small shit and the big shit. There you go. Yeah. So they, so Alan and Lorna meet up. We we learn that they're dating. The two hottest nerds in the company are dating, uh, and they also she also used to date the other hottest nerd at the company. Yes. as we learn later, um, a fact which. So this this is a this is a crazy lie. So so they're talking about how he was denied access, and Laura is like, "Well, uh, I know that Flynn has been trying to hack into the systems for a while." Um, he probably still has access. And then Alan, out of nowhere, in a very bitter voice, says, yeah, he used to have access to you, too. Yeah. What? I Calm down, Alan. I like Alan, but, like, think of the not And he in fairness, so... he's clearly jealous of uh, Laura and Flynn having history, but I feel like they also could have made him worse for it. Like, they could have done some shit where, like, he, like turns on them and becomes a secret bad guy because of it so at least they didn't Uh, do that to us he's mostly normal he's mostly normal but like there's parts where just like especially during this first bit where he's just like really weirdly aggro towards friends like bro you're already fucking her you don't why do you care yeah yeah especially considering like especially considering once this got popular 30 years later and they decided to expand on it Apparently, Alan and Flynn are, like, the best of friends after this. So it's, like, in right. retrospect, makes it seem weirder. And yet, Tr- the, the, the fucking... Oh, spoilers for Tron Legacy. Um, oh, no. Fucking Tron is evil in that movie because he gets brainwashed into being Rinsler. Yeah. Aww. So, like... <laughs> so Bruce Boxleitner is not in Tron Legacy, I don't think. He is. It's He's, or, he's or, like, at the beginning. In, he's at the beginning in the very Oh, end. right. Yes. Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, but like, it's very funny that they just made Evil Tron anyway yeah. off screen. Um, <laughs> so they go, they they go to Flynn. Um, they go to Flynn's arcade. Uh, they have an exchange where where Alan asks, and I assume that this was from a a previous uh, version of the screenplay where uh, Flynn was supposed to be like a, a nerd, a little nerd. Where Alan asks, "What do you ever see this guy?" and Laura says, "I liked him for his brains." Most likely. Okay. No, you didn't. Um, he's Jeff Bridges. Okay. <laughs> so they find Flynn playing Space Paranoids. Yeah. Um, which is a that is a great fake video game name, which actually eventually became a real video game because there were a bunch of Tron arcade games. Yes, I love I love the meta of it, but yeah. also. He owns, he's the guy who runs this arcade, and instead of, like, being back in an office to the side, he 
shoved his paying customers out of the way and was like, get out of the way, nerd. I'm playing my game. <laughs> I'm getting my, I'm getting a high score on my own machine. So they find him. They talk to him. Uh, also, Space Paranoid is basically just the, the tank stuff. I guess. Like the, the, the clue is doing. You shoot the, the recognizers and all that. All of the action scenes in this movie can basically be, like, translated to one of the video games. Um, and they go f they go and find Flynn, who's like, alright, well, let's let's talk uh, up in my weird bachelor pad. Yeah. Did you notice how fucking sweaty he is? He's so sweaty. <laughs> His shirt is fucking soaked. Yeah, he, go he goes upstairs and immediately has to change his shirt because, like, I guess hanging around all these arcade nerds all day has got him just drenched. It rubs sweat. off on him. He's got a real bad case of the gamer sweat. I was getting awkward about that, dude. Yeah, it's 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 a really bad condition. Um, so there's this yeah, yeah there's weird there's like all the weird sexual tension here where, where Flynn asks uh you know Alan's being you know Alan he's like oh bro he's fucking my girlfriend. Um, and God Flynn damn, says, dude, you are not letting that go. Flynn says, oh, does she still leave her clothes all over the floor? And, and it's really funny because Alan immediately goes, no. And Laura just goes, Alan. And he goes, well, not oh. much. And it's like, how are you helping? Not much. It's like, why? <laughs> Did she not like that he lied about that? It's like, no, Alan, I'm still a slob. Alan, um, I want him to think I'm gross. So Flynn finally tells him like what what he's trying to accomplish he basically says like all right so i programmed a bunch of games while i was working at ncom and they were gonna be like the next big thing they were everyone knew that i was like a fucking programming prodigy then dillinger stole all of it published it under his name takes all the fucking money from it yeah and fired me when i tried to call him out on it which like from the outside no that's not suspicious at all that's yeah. totally fine and normal yeah and then it, so it's then he's like yeah so i uh i'm trying to he's trying to find the file that proves that dillinger like fucked around and and assigned <laughs> all of these games to his name also, at some point, uh, they talk about how the Master Control program used to be a, ch a chess-playing yeah. program that'll come to play later at some point. Which, like, I get that they're doing that to illustrate, oh, he started small, but, like, what capability was given to a chess program that allowed for this? The ability to Fucking think so many moves ahead. I guess. Deep, Deep Blue will have nuclear capabilities. Oh, God. Um, and so they decide... Uh, it's time to fucking bust in. They're gonna help Flynn, like, get access to the system by using Laura's, uh, Group 6 access. Because Group 7 is still blocked, but they can get into Group 6. Mm. And then Alan will use Tron, his security program, to track down the file. Um, and prove that the Dillinger's up to some shady shit. So like I really so all of the the scenes in the real world basically until the end take place at night, which means there's also a lot of neon and harsh lighting, which is interesting. Yeah. Then uh, we see Walter and Dillinger beefing. This is the the scene we talked about a bit where I started this company in my garage. Um, Why are you just a regular ass worker then? With a minor handout I, of two million dollars from Daddy. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Wal- Walter also says that the spirit of every programmer is in all of their programs. Weird. <laughs> Dillinger just sort of says they don't have time for philosophy. Um, so they, break in, they break into the laser bay. And this this is when the MCP is talking to Dillinger like, so I was thinking about uh, hacking into the Pentagon and the Kremlin and all that other stuff and, you know, just taking over the world. And, <laughs> and Dillinger's and, like, fuck. And here's the thing, Meatbag. You're going to cooperate or I'm going to tell everyone yeah. how you stole that guy's game. Uh, yeah, like, oh, you want you don't want to cooperate? What if I ruin your life? <laughs> I could ruin your life anytime I want. Um, and so they they like they're all in position. Uh, Alan is gonna. It's really funny. They tell they tell Alan to go sit at his desk and wait yeah. to, until he's able to type in some code. <laughs> um, so that is just remember that while all this is happening, Alan is just sitting at his desk. Dicky, 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 dicky. Um, and I love what they do know. here because apparently they, like the Alan's cubicle and the couple around him, they filmed like over just in the actual Disney cubicles, and then to expand it, like just made a painting of cubicles. Oh my god, the fucking cubicle mat painting. Yeah, I don't know what Laura's doing while Flynn is supposedly using her terminal. She's just somewhere. Like maybe she's hanging out with Alan. Like Alan and Alan and Laura, are, I guess don't I don't think are supposed to know what happened to Flynn. So. She's not hanging out by him. Yeah, yeah. No. She must have. She, I get. Yeah, must have gone up to hang out with Alan. Also, Laura's terminal is in right the laser in front bay, of the laser, directly in front of the laser, which is weird. Um, and so Flint starts hacking, and the master of the control program is like, "Ah, my old foe, Flint, stop, don't." And he, Flynn basically just starts feeding him those fucking extremely hard math problems that you <laughs> use to explode computers. <laughs> um, yeah, Barry, you like, probably explode humans that way, too. In fairness. Yeah, and he's like, Bleh, don't, you stop that right now. And Flynn's <laughs> Damn like, it, nah, human. I'm not going to do that. So he just digitizes him. <laughs> and it looks pretty cool. He gets, like, scanned in. Yeah, uh, like, very slowly. breaks him up into a bunch of, like, blocks, and they just go... So the, the he flies in. We see another like we see like tetronomials flying everywhere. Yeah, and, I love this scene. Put it put the um, digi wrap over it. And it's good this to go. Is a, this is a fu- this is like a classic Windows screensaver right here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he gets. <laughs> Apparently, I'm getting told so, something there. <laughs> Cat, yeah, uh, Grayson wanted me to tell you wanted me to tell y'all that after a while the laser splits into two nice and it goes all resident evil okay nice how does how does how does grayson know that about the the ah, secret sound cut out. Hang on, project are you aware of how, who his dad is do you work for income steven i think he does full time all right well flynn gets digitized he lands he immediately gets arrested yeah um and the Bummer. mcp basically calls up stars like hey listen um, I heard that you wanted like tough guys in your games, right? And starts like, yeah, I wanna, I wanna kill some real fucking cool guys. And the MCP is like, well, I sent you a user. And Sark is like, uh, wait a minute, uh, uh-uh. I didn't, I don't, I, I don't mean like that. I said I wanted tougher opponents, not God. <laughs> yeah, and 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 the MCP is like, well, tough luck, pussy. You're gonna, you're gonna make sure he <laughs> dies in the games. 
He makes it. He makes the very specific like, all right. Well, I do not want you to kill him any other way. I want him to die in the games because I think it would be very funny if he got killed by his own video game. Yeah. Look, oh, okay. If yeah. I'm the one yeah. doing the killing. I should be able to say how he dies. Yeah. I'm the one doing it. Um, and I like this because because is like the user, the users wrote us, and the MCP is like, no one user wrote me. I'm worth a million of their man years. Yeah. Very funny phrase, man years. Um, also, side note, you, I just think it'd be hilarious when he, like, reses in if there had been an orange just sitting on the floor. Where Flint yes. shows up. Or just randomly floating uh, around. He also, he also says the phrase, make sure that clown dies in the games. Bossy much? Um, so, Flynn gets thrown... Oh, also, I'm pretty sure the MCP like tortures Sark. This happens a lot. Yeah, where this is happening in a relationship. He gives he gives him bone hurting disease for, <laughs> briefly. Um, the code hurting disease. You, I'll give you codeitis. Um, <laughs> and Odevid. so <laughs> so haha. So he gets thrown in a cell with Ram, who we saw earlier. What? Nothing. Grayson. Grayson. Um, <laughs> and so he gets thrown in a cell with Ram, who we saw earlier, and a guy who suspiciously looks a lot like Bruce Boxleitner in a really dumb outfit. But he's standing off to the side, so we don't actually get to see him quite yet. Yeah, he's like he's he's like being cool and aloof. Uh, I don't. Can I say the? He's pulling a cloud. The costumes in this movie I love are they're so, so good fucking stupid like be nice everyone, in the 80s i don't have to be nice to the 1980s they elected ronald reagan <laughs> that is hey, i was born i was rude. born in the 80s well maybe they <laughs> maybe the 80s did some good things but <laughs> it was also, the later 80s but still well there you go i don't have to be nice to the year 1982 <laughs> now this movie is five years older than me i'm 87 <laughs> so they're like they're talking uh and they're like oh man don't watch out you're gonna die in the games whoa <laughs> if you die in the um, game you die in real life it's <laughs> true oh, shit. and sark gives a big evil speech explaining the deal he's like yeah, this is your identity disc it's a frisbee that has your soul on it <laughs> and, and, if, you, and if and if you're a cool guy i'll let you be my evil henchman but if you suck you're gonna die in the games um, and if you believe in the users, uh, you suck. Yeah, well, um, yeah I love how he says, if you, what is it? If you profess a belief in the users, you'll be given the standard substandard training. Yes, I like that. Uh, yeah, it's like Tron, every other corporation out there. I mean, we see Tron playing Death Frisbee. Yeah, Death Frisbee. Oh, um, <laughs> Sorry, no. This is where I had the death frisbee trivia. Um, oh, so you know how he's like all like focused and intense in this game. Yeah, it's because that off screen, the director was basically trolling him the entire time. He was insulting and critiquing his acting skills. He was winging frisbees at him. So the take where he like catches the frisbee behind his head and just whips it off screen and shoots a death glare. He was aiming that at the director. Yeah, very funny. And the director thought it was hilarious and just ran back pretty good oh um, i just realized i forgot to bring up the the shoe trivia while they were sneaking oh, yeah, in yeah. <laughs> apparently because california is a post-apocalyptic dystopia 
That's true. There was oh, some kind of like some level of radioactive spillage near the set. <laughs> and um, the actress playing Laura stepped in it like while they were filming the outside scenes and had to have her shoes decontaminated. What is happening? What? What is this? Why were, were there just random fucking like video game barrels of toxic waste right? with like the fucking radiation symbol yes. laying around like it's a video game? Don't forget the faint green glow. I don't know. Like how? Watch out for all. Why were you watch guys, out for the red barrels? They explode. Why were you guys filming near it? What happened? What is this? Was it Disney? I mean, okay, I know that there's a a what what fucking what fucking um movie was it where everyone got super radiation poisoned? It was a uh, I don't know Tarkovsky film. I think I think it might have been Stalker, but that makes sense because they were filming near like. Um, the Chernobyl site, like not around it, but like somewhere near it or like some other d- nuclear disaster. Um, so it makes sense they all got it. Why was there <laughs> nuclear spillage in California in 1982? I don't know. What the fuck I don't happened? Know. It was probably cheap. That's why. Yes. Uh, uh, we got these good rates. Um, it's next to a big shed full of nuclear and waste. Chief, are you aware that there's a nuclear waste literally right outside the set doors? Yeah, ah, but the, but the price, Gary, the price. Just don't, just don't step in <laughs> it. It'll be fine. Do you want the price difference coming out of your paycheck, Jerry? Uh, sir, I mean, the, the elephant's foot is like three rooms over. I don't know if this is safe. Ah, just don't look at it. It'll be fine. It's eating okay, the walls found... of the set as we speak. I found something about The Conqueror by Howard Hughes that I guess must have had something like that going on. Yeah, that too. I remember that. Um, A lot of movies. I hope Cindy Morgan didn't get like a mutated foot or whatever. God, right? Um, Hopefully. Killer piece of athlete's foot. Secretly had a couple extra toes this whole time. So Tron Tron wins this round of death disc golf. Um, (laughs) Thanks to a really annoying director off screen. Yeah, can I just the fr- the uh there there some of the game stuff looks all right. The frisbee, the frisbee throwing has it never really quite manages to look cool. Look cool. No, um, it like even they've they've got the lights, they've got the sports padding, they've got the black and white and the paintings. None of this adds up to make it look like anything more than two nerds tossing frisbees at each other. They didn't push that say, frisbee nearly hard enough. Yeah, and uh, like, also it is interesting. I we should I should we should talk about how like everything is really gray in the grid. Yeah, like, it's kind of. <laughs> I don't know if they were painted gray or like color graded gray, but it, had, it makes a. They filmed a them in black and white, and then went back yeah. and like recolored it. That's I guess so sort of wild. get the effect for what they wanted. Yeah, you will also notice never... that the camera never moves in the grid. Because most of their backgrounds were paintings. Yep. And so they had the yeah. camera, like, nailed in place for any given scene. I I assume that... Was, was this, like, early usage of green screen or Chroma King? Something like that, I think. Kind of. Um, like, it was, it was, like, black screen instead of green screen. But basically, yeah. Oh, that's why there's, like, all, all this, like, weird fuzz Says around the Because the original... Characters. One of the original actors, it was Peter O'Toole, who they originally wanted for one of the characters, and that's, like, the main Holy reason shit. he walked off... The, he walked away from the deal because he found out that they were going to be filming mostly in front of green screen or gray screen or whatever instead of, like, actually filming on sets. So he well, refused I'm, to... Yeah, we can't you know, shove you in a computer, Peter. 
Right. I'm glad, I'm, I'm very glad for him that he died before seeing the modern state of filmmaking. Oh, Lord. <laughs> He's gonna rise from his grave once he hears about how uh, the MCU movies stopped doing sets after a while. Oh! And just... They destroyed all the sets they actually built and just replaced it with more blue screens. If I can't oh, have my cool, actor neat. physically summon down lightning with his hammer, I don't want any part of it. I'm just we're just gonna rotoscope everything and it'll look fine. It's and spoilers, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Narrator so, voice, it was not fine. Yeah, no. it was not fine. So Tron makes the, the poster pose. He holds the disc up like he does on the poster. Um, and Ram and Ram leans over uh, to to Flynn as like that's Tron. Yeah. No shit, Sherlock. He fights for the users. Um. So then Flynn gets run of the games and they play cyber lacrosse. Yeah. Right. This was based off of but apparently also, like an actual like sport, but like yeah, it's it's cyber lacrosse, but it's also pong. Well, it's yeah. the the thing it was based on. I forgot the name of it, and I already deleted that uh, that that bit. Um, they'll have like baskets strapped around their hands, and normally be lobbing it at a wall that's in front of them. Oh, highlight, highlight. I think oh, I don't remember. Highlight. It's highlight. Kind of looks like boomerang thing strapped to their hands. They whip it at a wall, and it comes back. Yeah, it's highlight. Okay, yeah. Oh, My sister and I had a backyard that we would play with it. Ah, yep. there you go. Obviously, are so plastic he's, he's, and not like rubber that could concuss you. But since this is playing, a computer, they go up. Yeah, they go up. They they had an ceiling, and he's fighting Crom, the aforementioned uh, accounting program. He's back. Uh, and at first, they're having a fun time, but then you know, uh, Flynn wins. Crom is about to fall off, and Sark is like, ah, "I'm just gonna kill him." Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Flynn's, Flynn's not happy about it. He's about to kill Flynn, too. But then he thinks about the MCP going, I want him to die in the game, Sock. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, fine, I won't kill him. He's like, but I could just... Oh, so, man. So he gets brought into another thing. They're about to do light cycles. He actually meets Tron, and he calls him Alan for at first. And Tron is like, why'd you call me that name? That's why my you... user's name. It's it was it's that scene in Batman where they're both raised to shouting, How do you, why, do you, yeah. why did you say that name? <laughs> <laughs> Save Martha. <laughs> are you, are you <laughs> yeah, that's about what Ben Affleck sounded like in that movie. Um, so it's time for Light Cycles, which is a game where you where you kind of ride your ride your you cycle to make these big light walls to try yeah. and force your opponent to crash into them and die. Um, it's great for like an arcade game, but then if you have to actually be the guy that's there. Boy, it sucks. Uh, one of these guys runs right into the wall, which causes a huge hole. Yeah, to blow into that. That seems like a that seems like something you should probably work on fixing, so you can reinforce those walls. If like a tiny motorcycle crashing into it is enough to blow a gigantic hole in it, because you yeah, have to assume that's going to happen most of the time. That's not a rare occurrence. That's going to happen a lot. Uh. So they, yeah, they, he he blows a hole into it. He gets out of it and is like, "Tron, Ram, let's get out of here. Let's blow this fucking joint." <laughs> so they all run. They all kill the other like computer players yeah. and, and get out of there. Um, when it cuts back to Sark freaking out and sending all his goons after him, you can hear Pac-Man noises yeah! in the background. Yeah, you hear fucking Pac-Man noises. 
I I choose to believe that this is because one of Sark's goons is playing Pac-Man. I am okay with that. That man's playing Pac-Man. Yeah, he didn't think we Pac-Man. would notice, but we all did. <laughs> or maybe Pac-Man works there. Maybe that's oh my god, Pac-Man. There's there's another scene later on where Sark gets mad and like shoves one of his guys over, and it plays like the Pac-Man dying sound. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. They, they they get chased by these tanks through a canyon. Uh, they manage to outrun them. Uh, they they get over to over like a cliff overlooking things, and Tron sees an input output tower. And yeah, like, I gotta go there. I gotta talk to my guy. I gotta talk to the users. I can hear um, I can hear God calling me. Because if I can get to Alan, I can take down the MCP. And Ram's like, whoa, 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 are we talking about killing the, the Master Control Program? We're just three little guys. Like, look, I hate him, but um, like... <laughs> but he's a butthead. So then uh, they all get really high on... Water. Electric water. Yeah. They find glowing water, which I guess is supposed to be like power like it's pure power like but that they start drinking i it. feel like i hear one of them say it's energy which yeah it's just i don't know what this is supposed to represent Arr. um this is coolant i don't think it's cool i don't know flynn fucking loves it he's like oh i can't get out of this stuff um so they get back on the road the, the tanks catch after them flynn and ram get owned and Tron assumes they're dead. Wait. Because he hears one of the tanks go, yeah, got him. <laughs> got him, boss. <laughs> so he, run, he runs away. Uh, but they are alive. But Ram is way fucked up. Yeah, he ain't doing so good. So they, uh, Flynn kind of drags him and carries him to a, a, a through the, the canyons until he finds like a weird pile of rocks. A cave. A pile of rocks that kind of looks like a weird cockpit um huh. don't worry about that that's that's probably not that so flynn accidentally reactivates it eh. and rebuilds this broken recognizer and ram realizes as he is dying like oh my god i met a god <laughs> um and i love how much like emotional weight is put on this death scene for a guy who has been in the movie for roughly 20 minutes and doesn't have much of a character yeah but like he's just looking into each other's eyes like please ram don't go <laughs> don't leave like, me bro oh, okay don't leave me bro and then he dies um so sad so flynn no 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 he doesn't die he derezzes we don't say the derezzes <laughs> we don't say the die word um he tells Flynn, you gotta go help Tron. Speaking of, Tron has arrived at that tower. Yeah. Uh, where we see the the computer version of Laura, who is named Yori. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. And uh, she's kind of vaguely brainwashed, I guess. I guess. I don't really know. I'm not quite sure. Maybe she's just really checked out. Like, she's really bored with this work, and so she just has the same scripted line she says while she's, like, in her mind palace or whatever. It may actually be that, the way that she reacts when Tron... When... Fucking... Yeah, she's... Because, like, Tron grabs her and pulls her, and she just says the same thing she said to a guard earlier. It's like, some, you know, six, six seven routes going forward. Bada bada. And, and Tron's like, well, hey, it's me. And, and she's and like, huh? basically goes, oh! Tron, hi. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was in work mode. I was just hey, gonna, buddy. <laughs> going through the motions. Like, because that's the thing. Um, it's like it's not like she's like coming out of being brainwashed or something. She like 
looks off to the side and looks back at him. She's like, mm. oh. oh, oh, hi. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was really checked out there. Um, and you know, obviously they have something going on, just like Alan and uh, Laura do. Because of course. So they're they're gonna they're gonna plan they're gonna they're gonna infiltrate and kind of get into the the IO tower here. Flynn is very bad at flying. <laughs> I cannot get over the detail of this thing having been so beaten up before it fell apart that when he does pull it together, yeah. part of its foot just falls off. Yeah, this is a real shitty recognizer. Um, he finds the bit again, Our. which does some jokes with him for a little bit. And then I lose track of it again. I don't know if it left or if the movie just forgot about it, but like... Just, just leaves. Yeah. Just goes away. All right, cool. Um, he like flies into the city surrounding the the uh, the fucking tower yeah. and just finds a bunch of weird freaks. Like, I, I want to know it's more of these guys. Super clear where we are. Like, if this is just, I guess, supposed it's to like be a, another part of Incom's system, and these are just other it programs says, on yeah, their time it off. Says, like, what, what, is, what the fuck does he? They, Tron says something. About them, where he says, like, oh, these are non... Like, it was just some weird thing, but, like, there's a guy with, like, a hat that's a bunch of cylinders everywhere. I, I don't... There's, like, a bunch of purple-robed cultists or whatever. There's, like, sexy ladies that Flynn passes at one point. I I don't know. This what is, is happening here? This is the Incom nightclub district. I guess... Uh, anyway, he crashes this recognizer into the city, like, in, in a really funny way. He, like, crashes into a stairway, and it just basically, like, slurps up each part of the, yeah. of the recognizer until it's only the cockpit that sort of slides to a halt. This is just very satisfying to watch to me. And then, uh, and then no one notices or cares, because, I don't know, they're all doing their own thing. Yeah. Um, it's, they're not working right now, they don't have to worry about it. Like... Yeah, this is where he passes like the sexy ladies who are looking at him. He goes, "Oh, hey, ladies! Like, what? what I don't know. What is happening? I don't know. Who are, who are these people? I want. I guess there's kind of bits of Tron Legacy that are that are more about this, about the world building. But like, the fuck is going on here? I don't know. Um, so you know, he does he does the steal a guy's clothes thing, but instead he steals the guy's color. Yeah, he just drains it. <laughs> They, I like and how like it burns like he didn't man. even realize he could do that. Yeah, he, he just he just punches a guy and then he's like, I think he's about to try and steal his clothes, but then he just like turns red and the guy fades away. And he's he like, oh, like, oh, all right, cool, that works too. Um, so Yori and Tron are doing their their stealth thing. They slide down a hill and Yori <laughs> goes, "Wee!" Um, she doesn't actually do that. So they find the guy in charge of the tower. Dumont, yeah, who has a big ass hat. Um, he's got a really big hat, and he's got a really weird chair. <laughs> Is he like? I don't really know. What's built it. into his chair or something? No, he's not. Because later we see him out of the oh, chair. Oh, that's right. We we do. This is he just likes it. I guess. I guess. It could be a really know. comfy chair for all we know. Yeah, and so he's like, "Oh, Tron, uh, I need to talk to the users." Oh no, I can't do that. You know, all this sort of thing. And Yuri says, please. And she's like, okay. Yeah. Notably, That's this basically is what happens. the dude from earlier that, like, I guess. Yes, this is Walter. This is Walter. Um, 
like, and this is an interesting thing where he's he's talking about like they they would destroy this place as they thought they could get away with it. So like, this is basically a church, I guess, in this weird religion thing they have going here. Um, he lets them in and 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 kind of holds back Sark and the gang while they try to get in. Yeah, to let Tron access Alan. Um, so they bring in a logic probe to knock down the door while Tron, uh, talks to Alan. He, he, he holds his disc up to the light and the beautiful voice of Alan talks to him and says, Oh, I, I'm giving you the key to save your world, Tron. Yeah. Which is probably actually Alan, like, being like, Hey, here's the being thing. Woken up, being woken up, like, Oh, I made a connection. Uh, a few lines of code. There we go. Yeah. Oh, I Great. love the weird, like, philosophical shit that Dumont says before letting him in. All that is visible must grow beyond itself into the realm of yeah. the invisible. Yeah, sure, go talk to your user. Like, dude, what? Yeah, all of the weird, like, philosophical stuff around users in the virtual world when it's like... I mean, considering somebody nerds. high had to have come up with half of this stuff, that doesn't really I surprise mean, me. So, Tron gets the override to destroy the, the MCP. He's got to throw it directly at the base of, of the Master Control program. Um, and he and Yori steal a solar sailor simulator, yeah. which I guess is just in there. Um, <laughs> they, they punch some guys, including the disguised Flynn, who is among the goons. <laughs> he nearly gets knocked off of this thing, like Jabba's barge style. Um, but oh, I, I really like the guy who after Tron beats everyone at everyone's ass. He just like jumps. I off. know. I love it. <laughs> I'm not Yellow. dealing with this shit. Um, and so, yeah, they, they get, they get Flynn back. He's like, ah, oh, Flynn, I thought you were dead. And he's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> no. Where's, where's Ram? Oh, he is oh, dead, he yeah. died. That guy died. I'm not um, dead. Ram is. Jeez. <laughs> so. The other generic guy is uh, dead. He tells, he tells Tron, like, hey, bro, I gotta be real with you. I'm actually a user. And Tron's like, yeah, sure, whatever, man. All right. <laughs> Whatever you say, bro. Um, then we, we cut to Sark talking to the MCP, who is like, you fucking idiot. Are you useless? You you know, Commander, you've, in, you've enjoyed the, the privileges I've given you. How would you like being stuck in a pocket calculator? I would not. Which I love. So how about you go? How about you go kill those two guys? I mean, if it's a TI-83, huh? you can still pipe on it at least. <laughs> TI-83 with Sark in it just constantly going like, help, please. Enjoy typing 80085 <laughs> into the calculator, Sark. Um, so they're being chased by recognizers. Flynn uses his, his user powers to like create a junction between solar beams to like help them get away from the recognizers. And, and Tron's like, wow, maybe you are a guy. But like, and I like this because like at first, you know, at first he's like, "So you're a user," and so like, yeah, but I'm just a, you know, we aren't like gods or anything. We're just go- we're just dudes too. Yeah, we're, we're just, just dudes doing, working we're just a nine doing... to five, man. Yeah, basically, it's like I mean, you do what you gotta do. I do what I gotta do. It's all the same shit. Real world, virtual world, it's all the same, baby. Um, we're all just cogs in the machine, man. Oh my god. It's cogs in the machine, bro. We're all cogs in the machine. 
There's also like a random shot of grid bugs yeah, that don't, I don't ever come up again. I feel like there's a diff- uh, different version of this script that had been doing something because Yori comments on them. Yeah, it's like, watch out for those grid bugs. But then they. <laughs> the who and the what oh. now? Hey. Also, they're like traditionally animated. Yeah. Which makes you wonder if this was from the version of the movie that was supposed to be animated. That could be um, it. I decided maybe they look the cool, floor. or damn it, we put all this effort into drawing them, we are not cutting them. Also, when Flynn is all dazed from when he touched a laser, he asks, Yori, are we there yet, Mommy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he does. So, you know. Um, I do like that, like, how the movie, like, doesn't lean super heavily into the fact that Flynn's basically a god here. He really only does, like, a couple things with it. Right. If you would like a movie that leans really heavily into Flynn being a god, please watch Tron Legacy. I mean... So... Please press um, 1. Otherwise, hang up. D- press 1 for Tron Legacy. Press 2 for that shitty TV show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like Uprising. That's probably alright. I never saw it's it. It's alright. Um, it, it got canceled after I, like one got, season. Yeah. So it, really <laughs> it got canceled very quickly. Oh, there you go. It's because right no on one Netflix. cares they about... They always cancel stuff after one season. Because yeah. no one, well, technically they could cancel after like two, three seasons, I think. Um, I think they 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 mathed it out to like three is the perfect number, or whatever the fuck. Right, but then they have to bomb it so, like the third season. Yeah. Just so, right? uh, Sark just like rams his fucking ship directly into the solar sailor. Um, Yori and Flynn get captured. They think Tron is dead, which like, meh. There's a lot of fake out deaths in this, or like people just assuming people died. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I didn't so, see him get off, so he's probably dead. We also see that uh, Sark has captured Dumont and is torturing him as he loves to do. Yeah, we see his digital face bones. Ooh. Yeah. Very strange. And Yori and Flynn get thrown in there, and Sark says, All right, here's the fucking deal, assholes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take all of these fucking Usarians or whatever, these religious nuts, and we're gonna fucking absorb them into the MCP. You're gonna stay here. I have set this ship to self-destruct with everything on it, basically. This ship will de-res after I leave. Uh, so bye. <laughs> and he leaves. Um, of course we see Tron is alive, and he is, like, making his way up to this big plateau where the MCP is. Uh, and like, we, this is where we see the MCP for the first time spinning really fast. I just imagine him going, I love it. And until then it, he, until he slows down, it's like, oh, yeah, it, it stops spinning and doesn't he just like fall over? No, that's not until the end. He does fall over, though. Okay. Um, because he stops spinning to address all of the guys who are being like oh, offered wait, up I'm to him as tribute, basically. Getting myself mixed up. Yeah, that happens at the end after Jeff Bridges jumps into it. Um, and like all of these guys are gonna get slurped into the MCP. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, "We will. Uh, we don't need users. We will all be together." You see, I am an evil communist. <laughs> Um, collectivism is evil. <laughs> so, yeah, this MCP face looks really, this looks so goofy. <laughs> I love it. Like, um, so Tron has arrived to challenge Sark one-on-one and really just beats his ass quite badly. Yeah. I do like that he stood up shouts, I'm better than you. 
Yeah, like he just—he literally splits his head open with the fucking frisbee. Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> fucking does. Owns him, and uh, so like then then Tron or the MCP sees that Tron's coming, and he gives Sark a power up to make him a big kaiju. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> kaiju. Flynn and Yori are trying to stop the ship from exploding or derezzing. Um, and he's using his like user powers to kind of help that um they there's a thing or so he's, yeah he basically flies the 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 the, the wireframe of the ship up above the mcp because like i gotta i gotta give tron the the moment he needs to really get rid of this and this is very strange because yori is like oh let me kiss you now it's like bro that's someone else's girlfriend <laughs> yeah it's it's very strange it's, that they just have this big kiss. Yeah, it's I guess supposed to be some kind of like unrecorded remaining feelings that he has for Laura, but the movie hasn't done anything with like that. There was an explanation <clears throat> for it. Um, this may have been one of the things that the novelization went over because apparently it covered and gave more details to a lot of stuff the movie couldn't do. Ah. But basically, the sorry, the AIs that are in game, like since they're kind of like counter, you know, they're they're real world counterparts. It's like they have some like lingering knowledge of what their real world real world counterparts know and do. So basically it's she vaguely somehow knows about her creator and Flynn having had a relationship in the past. Sure. That's weird. That's yeah. It's weird. That's their explanation. That's the explanation oh. they gave is that she's somehow aware of the human her having had a relationship with Flynn. Well anyway, he cucks Tron and jumps into the light. <laughs> Damn um, it. <laughs> Cucked by God? Yeah, cucked. <laughs> cucked by that's microchips. My favorite, that's my favorite Chuck Tingle book. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he jumps into the light. He, like, sort of takes over the MCP, allows Tron. Like, the, the base of the MCP is protected by a fucking reflex test, yeah! basically. Like a speed test where there's a single gap <laughs> in his shields. This is a fucking Star Fox boss. It, it's, it's even a big dumb face just like andros oh yeah um he just doesn't have the big hands and so he he allows tron to take the shot sink sinks the frisbee right in there the mcp falls over sark <laughs> dies everything is the 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 grid has been free there's like one last big blast of light that i think is supposed to be flynn leaving yeah so yeah and and i like it also really weird thing happens as the the mcp's like big hollow face fades away we see i don't get um, this it's so weird there's like a big cyber tomb and a guy with a old guy with a big mustache is there yeah like i guess this is supposed to be the chess program that he started out as is this walter's brother i don't know is this what this is supposed to be i don't know because then he just leaves, and then the thing explodes, and it's like, what the fuck just happened? I don't know. Anyway, uh, Color returns to the grid, which is very funny because, like, it doesn't really look any less weird or off-putting with Color on yeah. it. It's just brighter. <laughs> it still looks kind of weird and creepy. But it's bright. Um, it's bright now. now. Now all of the buildings have pink on them. Yeah, right. And... Uh, Tron and Yori kiss, and I assume Tron's like, why does he? Why does she taste like Flynn? That's weird. all right. Hang on um, a second. Uh, and also, I have a question. So the MCP 
was absorbing a whole bunch of shit, right? Yes. Yeah. Wouldn't taking it offline cause like a Y2K situation? Yeah, you know, it had worked its way into a lot of things. Did Flynn just crash the economy? They probably hand-waved it by saying, oh, when they removed it, it returned everything that it absorbed somehow. Yeah, it's probably something like that. No, I, Without I think causing Flynn some might kind of cra- a massive backlash. I think Flynn might have exploded the economy. I would like for that to be the case. <laughs> right. So the 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 thing prints out it it de-digitizes them, it prints out the like proof of Dillinger's um fucking scheming when Dillinger gets into the office because it's morning now I guess um with once again I don't know where Alan and Laura thought Flynn went have they just been there all night they sleep at their desk I guess if they make it out or whatever I don't know what they were doing Maybe like something, something must have happened. But anyway, Dillinger comes in, puts up the MCP console, and just sees this printout of like "You're fucked, buddy." And he just kind of <laughs> sits down and stares at the wall. Huh. Well, and we really, we really wrap things up fast as we we cut to some time later. Alan and Laura are on the roof, and they're like, "Ah, oh, the boss is coming. Watch out." And, whoa, Jeff Bridges, Flynn gets off the helicopter. He's the boss now. And, and I he guess says, he's, what is he, he says greetings programs. Yeah, so I maybe they think he's gone crazy or something. I, I guess. I don't know if he told them that yet, but that's the end. <laughs> really weird ending. Yeah. <laughs> like, also, I'm looking at some side-by-sides. I think that old-ass face that was in the MCP might have been the director. Weird. What is that? It's very strange. I don't know. Um, I mean, the director of the that movie, is, that is. Yeah, that, right, the director of the movie. I mean, it's so interesting because it, it reminds you that, like, movies just ended back in the yeah. day. Yeah. Like, you, you do the climax and then you end. But now, like, now you got most movies have, like, 45 climaxes and three twists and a stinger. And, like, things just don't end. Oh, okay. You mean Tron Legacy. Oh Christ! It it does that kind of. Actually, that movie does have an. End. That is true. Um, it has it has a very similar like, cut to black ending from what I remember. Um, like it does a little bit of the, once... the modern day thing, but I don't yeah. think they were planning on it like doing anything, which it still hasn't since then. So it does no because no one cares about Tron. That's my big takeaway. Tron is an interesting like landmark moment in special effects and a very odd very odd film kind of boring yeah yeah like it's it's like, one of my favorites it's up there i definitely like it but it is a little bit more on the like tedious side it's, it's up yeah, there with one I of those movies tedious. where like i wouldn't go out of my way to watch it like i watched it for this and like for example right. if i was with my dad and he was like hey do you want to watch this with me i'd be like yeah put it on but i'm not going to be yeah, like sitting like, there browsing disney minus and be like "Ooh, i'm gonna watch tron you should show this to your dad. Yeah, I want to know what he thinks. I'm pretty sure he's already seen it. I mean, probably. Well, I think he was alive in 82. Or, I mean, like, TDM he likes this really kind of stuff. So I don't know. It. I'm going to be talking to him after this anyway, so I'll ask him if he's seen it. There you go. And I guess a movie based on programming would be tedious, because <laughs> that is yeah. a very tedious activity. Yeah, this is before so, movies yeah. decided that hacking was cool. Yeah. At least we uh, saw like Tron. more realistic hacking rather than what you see now, just like the randomly slamming on keys and then just announcing <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. 
I put Tron on like the lower half of my list just because like I think it, I think the aesthetics are cool, but ultimately you could basically get all of that from gift sets. Like you can <laughs> you can post all the really cool looking backgrounds and stuff from Tron and like wow that looks kind of neat. Honestly, you could probably sum up Tron in like under twenty gifts. Yeah, yeah. And not that lose would be interesting. That would be an interesting and project. It's... To like, it's so funny, a, a movie that is so like... I want to challenge our listeners to do that once they hear this episode. It's like, you know, let's see one of y'all try to put together Tron, sum it up, in only gifts yeah. from the movie. And it's so weird about, like, Tron Legacy, which we will eventually do probably, but, like, that whole thing, there, there's so much weight put on, like, the lore of this movie. Yeah, it's... And that movie goes into way more detail about that stuff. Yeah, I was telling Kat about that. When, uh, once it got popular enough that they decided Tron Legacy was happening, uh, there's, there's this, back in, like, the 80s, there was a video game, Tron 2.0, that gets ignored for Legacy. So it's, like, two timelines that we're dealing with. But, um, there's, there's this, there's the TV show, there's a graphic novel, there's an Xbox game, and then there's Tron Legacy, and then, like, a little short that they put in the bonus features for Tron Legacy called The Next Day. That was, I think, them trying to hint at maybe a Tron 3, but they haven't yeah. done anything with it since then, and so far all that I see on IMDb is that Jared Leto is going to be in it. No. Yeah. No. God damn it. That's He's the but, only yeah. cast that it shows is, is Jared Leto, and I'm like, why do you do this to me? I love it when IMDb is just like sort of sort of makes up fake movies. That's like, well, Jared Leto said something about wanting to be in Tron, so I guess it's sad. like no, it's not. no. It's, yeah, there was a big there was a big Tron push in like the 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 early 2010s. Yeah, of just like Tron is happening now. They really tried to make Tron happen, and it didn't. Stop it just trying to didn't make Tron happen. happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah, here we go. It here's won't. what here's what's on the Tron three page on IMDb. It's listed for 2025, sure. Okay. Plot okay. unknown, third installment of Disney's Tron franchise. Cast only yeah. shows Jared Leto credited as Ares. Uh, director is Garth Davis. And right. writers, it's, uh, who did it say? David DeGilio? DeGilio? And like three other people. Huh. Yeah, sure, whatever. It, it'll come out around the same time as fucking Avatar 2, which is definitely happening. God. And we'll probably have. I think Avatar is one of. The, I still love how Avatar is like this huge blockbuster smash, and like nobody remembers. I, I couldn't yeah. quote a single line of dialogue from that movie. I, I mean, I watched it a while back. Like I remember, kind of hate it. I remember robot knife fight, which is very funny. Yeah, I remember the I blue remember... people and the whole USB sex thing. I had. Yeah, the weird, the weird hair braid sex. I had a friend um, in college who wouldn't shut up about um, how hot the girl in it is. By which I don't mean Sigourney uh, Weaver. I mean, yeah, Zoe Saldana's character. The blue, the blue, yeah, but the blue lady. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we're talking about just Zoe Saldana. And that's not, but... <laughs> that would be understandable. Yeah, Zoe, that's not what he was saying. Yeah. Materi, like he blue said. Zoe, yeah, it's fucking blue Zoe Saldana who doesn't really look that much like Zoe Saldana. Does Saldana, not look anything like Zoe Saldana. Because she's a weird blue alien. Yeah. The more yeah. more like Zoe Saldana. Well, I, I, hope, I hope that guy is really excited about the Avatar sequels. I don't know. I don't care because this is also the same kid who was so Christian that he wrote to our oh school newspaper God. in high school about how gay people are bad or something like that. This, oh, I, this is an amazing portrait of like 
this super Christian asshole who also really wants to fuck the I know. lady from Avatar. <laughs> perfect juxtaposition there. Fucking perfect. Ugh. Anyway, we have questions about Tron, I guess. We do. Um, we do. We got a good handful. We have one on um, Twitter. I forgot the word for a second. Hot damn. You need yeah, but we, have, we have one question on Twitter, not Facebook. There, there we go. Twitter. Uh, B slash N slash mom at uh, Big Brother Benji. If you had a techno disc, how would you use it every day? Decapitation. <laughs> I, I like how I like I liked it when uh, Flynn used or Flynn and Ram used their identity just to sip water. Yeah. I assume that's what I would use it for. Probably something like that. Use it as a plate. Bring up lick. <laughs> Eat chicken nuggets off of my soul. <laughs> oh my god. Yum yum. I would wait for like kids at the pool, like the ones I get like beady 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 shrieking loud, and like wait for them to like start throwing their beach ball over there, and then just launch the disc and shred it. Nah. Yep. Use it and try to turn out the lights, but like instead of hitting like the a, lights, by like just destroying your overheads. Uh, now on to Mickey's mailbag. Attach fuzzy pom poms. Make it a high tech cat toy. Ah. Oh God. <laughs> Scared the shit out of cranberry. So cat playing with your soul. Mickey's. Go on. Yeah, they always they already do. I mean, uh, Mickey's mailbag. First question here from Sidemon. Do you all feel like this rinky-dink arcade cabinet deserves a Daft Punk collab? Were they somehow commissioned for an expansion ship? Like, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder. I assume that, like... How did... How did... Because, like, he gets fucking transferred into the Space Paranoid's cabinet in Legacy. I don't know how that happened. Well, that's... It's not even that. It's not... He's not in the arcade cabinet. In Legacy, Flynn has... His entire his own entire computer setup in basically his arcade's basement, and he That's has right. somehow imported the original Tron from Encom into that. So I guess he put his best friend on a thumb drive at some point. And uh. like, yeah, and he remade Clue, that guy who was in about five minutes of this movie, and he's the like the villain of the Tron yeah. legacy, and he's a weird, de-aged, smooth Jeff. Yeah. It works better for Clue because he's supposed to be a computer than in the scenes yeah. where it is supposed to literally be Jeff Bridges uh, as a human. Who was he in Clue? Yeah. Was he Colonel Mustard? No. It, oh, God. How dare you, first off. Dead I've up, never up, seen up, it. Oh, oh, wait. No, no, no. We're, 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 we're talking about Clue. We're talking about Clue the character. I don't think he's in <gasps> Oh, Clue. I'm thinking Clue, like, you know, the books. No, 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 no. no. It's uh, CLU. Okay, yeah, the okay. guy, the, his bad. his program from the very beginning of this movie is like the main villain of. Oh, okay. well, Technically, technically, Clue Two Point yeah. is the villain of Tron Legacy. Because they had to mine every bit of this movie for relevant lore, like, uh, because this movie doesn't have like any. they just make it seem like that's what he always names his program is. Yeah, whatever I'm making a new program for, I'm just gonna call it Clue. Yeah. Uh, also, someone asks, what role in a computer would your program self take? Probably, like, data entry or getting my phone to work. The phone that I use for work, at, at least. <laughs> sweeping up sweeping up outside, uh, after the cyber elephants. It's a living. <laughs> I would be like the, uh, like the equivalent of the Microsoft Word Clippy, except not as annoying. Nah. Like, just trying to pop up and, like, give suggestions and just try to be helpful but be vaguely annoying. Little identity disc, what pops up? There you go. Yeah, I see you're trying Deep to take over the world. My character, my uh, my icon is my little uh, my little fox tato avatar from Twitter. 
Oh, there you go. Yeah. Because then you would feel bad about being mean to it. That's true. Well, Master or Sir would probably be mean to it anyway because he's a real dick. Yeah, that's true. Um, Deepsea asks, "What do you think of the Tron line aesthetic?" I like it. I think I like it. Okay. I think it's neat. Uh, I think Legacy makes it look pretty good and pretty sleek. Uh, that is one thing I quite like about it, the visual style That's of fair. it. That's um, fair. Oh, yeah. Vera Lore asks, are users egg? <laughs> no. No. Um, I just think... I've... I don't think users are egg. I think disc might be egg. Yeah, disc might be egg. Um, Possibly... You know, it's hard to say. In Legacy, the discs are different. They're ho- they're like a hollow ring instead of a full frisbee. In in Legacy, I think woman. In Legacy, I think woman is. Oh egg. my god! Hang on a second, Craig. Are you I believe... leaving? Why are you? What are you talking about? Oh, did he decide to stop recording? He says that he's been disconnected, but I still see him in there. Now recording again. Okay. Knock that shit off, Craig. We're almost done. Come on. All right. How long ago was it that he disconnected? Like a minute. Like literally oh, just fine. like literally when Steven did the second or did the first re-invite while he was still on the server, he was still in there. So yeah. it's only been like a okay. few seconds. So yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, we were you were still talking about egg. Um yes. yeah, woman is egg in Tron Legacy. Yeah, there we Yeah, there I believe. I forget what her name even uh, is. Cora? Um sure. Cortana. Um, right. Virilor asks, how do you think Tron fits in the Herbie lore? Um, He's some kind of ancestor or descended. Eh. Herbie. What if Tron is Herbie? I think Herbie might be a... I think Herbie might be some kind of magic and not technology. That's, yeah, that's the thing. So, like, uh, also, technically, I guess... Then what possesses really technology to come alive, though? Uh, I guess. I mean... I really have to go deep, and we have to we have to get farther into the Herbie lore to really answer that question. We need to watch the other movies. We need to watch a few more sequels. <laughs> yeah, um, including the racist one. Uh, uh, how long do you racist. think it would take for light cycles to become illegal if they became a thing in real life? If they were just, oh, immediately, if they were just cool looking motorcycles, I feel like it'd be fine. If they had the light ribbon, if they actually they... did the light tr- the light walls, yeah. oh yeah, immediately. They'd well, yeeah, the second bit of this. How many do you think you'd still see making light walls on the road after they've been outlawed? Oh, oh you'd still I mean, see them at everywhere. Least a few. I've seen how people drive out here on the freaking residential road yeah. I live on. Ugh. And finally, do you think a crossover between Tron and John Wick? Tron work? Wick. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Tron, there we go, Tron Wick. Tron Wick. I mean, that club scene in Legacy is a bit of a John Wick action scene. Or maybe I'm simply thinking of the club scene from John I'm Wick. I'm just one. thinking... It would end badly, though, because if it's crossed with John Wick, that means there's a computer dog. Ah. Oh, no. Who and then John computer... Wick is going to completely break the internet. That's how Y2K happened. That's how Y2K uh, happened. <laughs> because killed someone, the... killed tr- <laughs> someone killed Tron Wick's Neopet yes. or something? Oh, my That's, what caused my... That's what caused my DK. <laughs> um, Deep Sea asks, what sort of death games would you inflict on your computer inhabitants? I mean, just look at anyone's playthrough of The Sims. Yeah, basically. Right. Um, that or just stick them in Zezball. Don't even need to change yeah. it around. Just Zezball. Or put them in like a real life Pac-Man. Where they actually get eaten. I mean, is, is are Battle Royale games still like the in the modern version of Tron? Like, are Battle Royale games just a death game? Like, who knows? Stick them in Mortal Kombat. Oh, God. Oh, Christ. Oh, no. my God, no. 
fucking death games. Yusuf asks, what sort of 80s death games do you think you could survive or at least do well in? I mean, let's... None yeah. of them. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm quite bad at sports. I would definitely die instantly. Yeah, um, like, even assuming, since it's the digital world, if I don't have uh, the same muscle condition I have in the real world, I'm bad at sports, so none of them. Yeah. Like, maybe like if it was game. like... Maybe if it was like Cornhole? Like, maybe? maybe if it was like a card game, I could, I could do that pretty all right. Horseshoes. Yeah, there we go. Anything like what's in, anything like what's in Tron, though? No, no, I, I would nah. Absolutely. No. Um, Deep Sea asks, "What prize would you give out for winning at Tron?" You get to uh, life-size digital Jeff Bridges. There we go. A Jeff Bridges there NFT. You there uh, you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is basically what Clue looks like in that movie. I mean, <laughs> uh. Casey Tronsmos asks, what's your super cool sounding hacker name? Ooh. Uh my name's Deepfake. <laughs> That's a good name. Nice. Just because I was thinking about digital Jeff Bridges. I'd get caught immediately because I'm not super creative and mine would just be hack. <laughs> hacker man. Ah, there we go. I'm hacker just... man. Fuck yeah. There you go. I'd probably just use the name that my uncle used to call me when I was little, which is Catro, because it sounds innocent nice. enough. Yes, that is. That's a yeah. good hack. Right well, because it sounds innocent enough, too. It's like, oh, it's just because I've used it as a user handle on places before, too. So it's like yeah. just innocent enough. Okay. Uh, Viralor asks, who is the Florida man of the grid? God. Oh, God. No one in this movie is exciting enough for that, so we have to create our own yeah. Florida man. I know. What kind of program would a Florida man uh, type figure uh, be? Trojan horse. <laughs> oh, it's a it's a it's a physics simulation. Oh yeah, duh. There we go. <laughs> so he's just doing a whole bunch of crazy shit. There we go. So yeah, 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 he's just like throwing himself off of buildings. It's 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 less Florida man and more jackass, I guess. Yeah. The yeah. jackass of the grid. There we go. Just doing a bunch of crazy bullshit. Um, Adam, oh, yeah, uh, jackass with a dash of Tom Green. Mm-hmm. Casey Tronmos asks, what computer death game would make the best actual game? Uh, if I don't have uh, to be I in think... it, all of them, sure. Right. I mean, all of them were actual games. I've played... I mean, like, Laserdisc played... is basically Ultimate Frisbee, with, like, a glow-in-the-dark yeah. Frisbee. Yeah. Oh, or wait, computer game or actual game? Because, again, in that case, yes, it is, It is like, uh, glow-in-the-dark Frisbee. Or, like, I guess Cyber Highlight looks kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. And Highlight is um, fun. Like, I said, my little sister and I used to have a backyard version set that we would play in our backyard all the time and you can launch that ball pretty high uh Viralor with an important question in fact the same question many people had about ready player one yeah. if the grid represents the digital space within computers and the internet where's all the porn and furries in fairness it's there but we didn't have touchstone pictures yet well in yeah I mean, to be fair this was also the 80s so the internet was like baby i okay like nothing was there yet. this has me now knowing more about them than i would prefer to because apparently uh, furry fandom did like kick off right about 1980 the concept originates from a convention that happened in 1980s yeah. or right in 1980 so thank you for me knowing that now um yeah so I what mean, you're saying is fair, furries you aren't inherent well the ones that you majority hear about aren't inherently sexual but yeah no so I what you're saying is alan no i think what steve was saying is that alan has a first seat. probably somewhere but we're only yeah. dealing with like the the computer network for one company 
So they probably don't yeah. allow it. This reminds me of that. Uh, there's that old Simpsons episode about computers in like the I think it's like season nine or whatever, where Homer decides he wants to become a computer guy, and we see comic book guy like downloading a topless picture of uh, Captain oh, yeah. Janeway, oh, and it's like slowly scanning in. Oh, okay, that's what it was. Well, then you have to that's wait for what... it to depixelize too. Yeah, you have to wait for it, and then there was like an ad, the pop up ad that blocks her her boobs. Of course, um, that is. That is what it would be like in the in the timeline of Tron, but way slower. There we go. Uh, all of the porn in Tron would look like really weird. It would be like Laura Croft style <laughs> models. Everything's just very triangular. 8-bit porn. Yeah. So, uh, also, we were ask, is Tron an isekai? Technically, I yes. guess. A what? Isekai. It's either an isekai or an isekai. All right, so isekai is the name for a, a genre of... Light novel and anime adaptations of light novels in Japan, where the central conceit is that someone from the real world gets transported into a fantasy world, and they're very cool and do all sorts yeah, of stuff. Yeah, Digimon is technically isekai, if I remember right. Yeah, but like, it is. Oh. It is it, 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 there are a few scattered versions of it, but like the classic isekais are like kind of trashy harem anime stuff, like Konosuba or whatever. There's other examples, but like. Oh, okay. Know. Then yes. So yes, Tron is an easy guy. It's either that or a Wizard of Oz type situation because everyone has an analog. Yeah, um, that's true too. Some jackass named Steven or asks, <laughs> "Do y'all think the MCP would be into NFTs?" We discussed this. Yes, he yeah, would. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Casey Tronwa says, "All my apes derez." God. <laughs> All my apes gone. <laughs> Help. <laughs> Also, Virilus has a question: Is is the MCP an NFT? He looks like one. He's about as ugly as one. I mean, so yeah, yeah. Probably. yeah. Uh, what's behind the spoiler? <laughs> it's, it's, Except yeah, the, the MCP was originally designed with a use. Yeah, that's the big difference. That's true. That is true. You, the MCP has a function technically um, somewhere in there. Deep Sea asks: Are all the computer characters in Tron furries? Actually, you know, they don't have ears or tails, so no. Could be. They could be avatars. They're just they're avatars. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe Who? this maybe this is something that will be answered in Tron oh, 3 when God. it comes out in twenty forty seven. Oh god. Um, they're they're a they're a new they're a separate thing. Like circuit trees. Circuities. Limeys. I don't know where I'm going. Limeys? They're all British? Ah, <laughs> damn it. Don't anyway, them. they might hear you. Dare you. Oi, governor in the computer! <laughs> Anyway, that's that's Disney Minus. That's the show. That was Tron. Yeah. Uh, it's time for plugs. I'm Nero. You can find me in the in the fucking grid, which is to say <laughs> on Twitter, uh, at Dragon Smoocher, and also various other projects I am working on in various other places. The now complete Shira podcast I did with my friend Jane. That is at Podcast Power on Twitter. It's a great show. It's a great podcast. I'm also on Prime Cuts. At Prime Cuts Pod on Twitter, where me and my pal Audrey are going through Transformers, yeah. but non-linearly. We're almost done with Transformers Armada. We have a couple of weeks of that left, um, and we'll be moving on from there to Transformers Prime. So, uh, there's that. Uh, there is also... Very, we we are we are about. I think by the time this episode comes up, we'll have launched Radio Free Highland officially. Uh-huh. We are trying to get that feed open, um, and 
we we have the first episode all ready to go. Um, so and that is at Highland Radio. Uh, that will be up quite soon. Ooh. And also, listen to my friend's Naruto podcast at Konoha Crush. Oh yeah, uh, they're going through all of the Naruto anime, including filler, including movies. Uh, that's that my friends. Ruby and Gwen. They're bit. great. They're real smart and. They know a lot about anime. This is a question for like 10 years from now, but do you think they're going to do Boruto? Uh, they're planning on it. Nice. Maybe. There we go. That'll be interesting. So that's me. Yeah, I am at uh, Marshmallow. I almost read off the wrong thing. Um, it's spelled like Marshmallow, but it has my name in it. I have dad underscore tastic, where now that I have a CPAP again, I will probably start posting regularly instead of passing out on the couch. And I am also on Resident Beats, an actual play podcast playing interstitial or hearts intertwined. You can find that at Resident Beats Pod. And I'm Kat. You can find me on Twitter at Z-87. And you can also find me on Disney Minus Off Weeks uh, with Steven, where I am still being dragged kicking and screaming through the Kingdom Hearts series. And we are slowly <laughs> but surely working our way through Kingdom Hearts 2. Whenever we're allowed to record. Jeez. Right. What are we watching? Kat, what, what do you Kat, got what's your us? pick? So I had to think about this because I was torn between something that, you know, I know is good, that I've seen and liked, or something new. Uh, so I decided to go with something new. Ooh, okay. Um, We're going to well, watch new as in, I have not seen it. I don't know if you guys have, but I have decided on the epic tale involving bears and archery and Scottish accents. Ah, we are doing ooh. great here. If you had to change your face, <laughs> would you? <laughs> Not gonna lie, I also picked it just to hear Nero do a Scottish accent. I was about to say oh, that about that if you then. had to record a podcast, please. If you had to record a podcast, would you? <laughs> Fuck, what you That's that gonna be out? a fun one. Uh, I you know I like Brave. I remember it's been a while since I watched Brave. But I yeah, like Brave. only seen clips uh, of it, but like everything I've seen, it looks good. I just never got around to watching it. And I'm like, hey, I've got Disney minus, or I've got Disney plus. Disney something. Great looking hair in that movie. Yeah. Sorry, I remember. That was the big thing. The, the best the hair movie. since Monsters, Inc. It looks considerably better than the hair in Monsters, Inc., I will say. Yeah. A little bit less, like, uh, plasticky. I remember um, when my hair used to fluff like that, and oh my god, I hated it in the summer. Yeah. All right, well, ne- well, next time, when we are going to Scotland. Oh god. There it is. It was 2012. You, you, this is your fault. I almost um, want to drag my friend who lives in Scotland onto this thing just it. to mess with him, but do it. he would never forgive me. Do it. No. Do it. We will, we will t- have he and his wife are trying to go on their princess. honeymoon. I'm not going to bother them while they're trying to arrange that. Do it. Yeah. And remember, now more than yeah. ever and always, fuck Disney. It is. Fuck. It is a constant in this universe. Fuck Disney. Fuck Disney. Bob Chapek, uh, parody in Minecraft. Good night, everybody.